You are listening to the Wool Academy podcast. This is episode number 62. Hello and welcome. My name is Elizabeth van Delden and once a week we talk to an industry expert from the wool industry supply chain from farm to fashion and beyond, delivering strategies and insights to be successful in wool and showcasing those beautiful stories wool has to tell. Luke Hook is a young Australian who started a project called Year of Wool with the goal of promoting wool clothing as well as the wool industry. Luke will tell us all about himself and his project today. Welcome Luke, I'm excited to have you on the show today. How are you? Hi Elizabeth, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, it's so lovely to be speaking to you and I only gave a very brief introduction. Therefore, maybe I would like to ask you to introduce yourself. Sure. Uh, my name is Luke Hook. I'm based in Melbourne, Victoria. I grew up on a wool producing farm in Northern Victoria. So I guess that's my, my connection to wool. Um, and I recently began my project, Year of Wool. And how did you come up with the idea for the project Year of Wool? It's a good question and I'm getting, that, getting asked that question a lot recently, Elizabeth. Uh, As I said, I grew up uh, on a wool-producing farm, so that's that's my connection to, to wool and I guess where I learned, learned about that part of the wool industry. But I hadn't had much exposure to the post-farm gate part of the wool industry and I recently started to get, to get in, interested in that um, and reading about some of the new products that people are making with wool And like I know one of your past interviewees, Mac Bishop from Wool and Prince, making his 100% wool shirts, and uh, the New Zealand company Allbirds and the Austrian uh, Geesvine making wool runners. Those uh, those stories really really blew me away. So that kind of got me interested in the post farm gate part of the wool industry. And then at the same time, I had a friend who was completing a project called. Walk So Good, where she and a friend walked 3,000 kilometers through Vietnam, Thailand and Laos for a year. They were raising awareness about sustainable fashion. And I thought something similar in the wool industry could be successful in promoting wool. Um, so that's how I came up with, with Year, year of Wool. And uh, yeah, I forgot to ask you before, so what actually do you do in the Year of Wool? Uh, well, Year of Wool, it's all about promoting uh, wool clothing and the wool industry more broadly. But practically what, what I'm doing is um, I've committed to only wearing wool and wool blend clothing for, for 12 months. So I guess it's, a, it's a, a gimmick or something different to attract attention to the project. Okay. And yeah, you said your goal is then to bring more attention to wool and the wool industry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cool. Um, and promoting some of the great brands and products that are that are out there, both in Australia and internationally, and encourage people to to choose wool. I guess um, a lot of people have have got a view of what wool is, which is uh, itchy knitted jumpers and suits. Uh, but there's a lot of people that are pushing the boundaries with wool, like some of those brands that I mentioned earlier. I like to call them woolivators. Um, I like that word. It's, That's good. <laughs> yeah, it's wool, such a versatile fiber, um, and, and it's 
it's Wolves' natural qualities that that make it so versatile. Actually, that's a big thing that I've noticed in the past month um, as I've started Year of Wool. Lots of people that I've chatted to are um, blown away by the science behind wool. You know, wool's really not just another fibre. It's It's been designed by nature for a purpose. So when it's turned into clothing or other products, it's about taking those natural qualities and making them work for a purpose. Let's get a little bit practical. So what are you actually then wearing during your year of wool? Well, pretty much pretty much everything is wool. So uh, I work a professional job. So it's uh, my wool suit, which I was already wearing. But the difference now is uh, wearing wool shirts. I was a bit apprehensive about the wool shirts at, at first. But as soon as I started um, wearing them, I've certainly been impressed. Uh, I ride to work in the morning, so it's what I what I'm wearing, my active wear. Um, it, it's absolutely absolutely everything, and that's part of what Year of Wool is about to try to show more consumers that you can make everything from wool, um, and not only can you make them, but they're actually great products. And um, what us advocates of the wool industry and wool clothing believe is that they're superior products. You know, they're, mm -hmm. they're, T-shirts um, that you can wear for days on end, and that type of thing. And so, but you you say you you wear while you cycle to work some like sportswear out of wool, and then yeah. you change into your suit. Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. And have you? Do you already have like a favorite product that you have been wearing so far? I think it's probably the wool shirts, as I mentioned. Uh, or specifically one of the wool shirts that I got from Woolen Prince that is 100% wool. I get about five or six wears out of it before it needs washing, and that's it's getting quite hot here in Australia. And I've, I've only ironed it once, and I've been wearing it for almost two months. So uh, it's quite incredible. As, as I said, I was a bit skeptical um, when I first when it first arrived, and I'd Uh, read about the benefits but I'm certainly a convert now and do you wear the that shirt like five times consecutively or do you give it like do you vary between different uh, shirts yeah I've got I've got a, I've got a couple of shirts I've got some from an Australian company as well uh, so I kind of um, use them interchangeably so I'll hang hang one up in my wardrobe where it can air out during the day um, and that's when you know, it's supposed to release all the odor and that sort of thing. Um, yeah, so I use them interchangeably. Okay, cool. And is there a product or a clothing item that you had f like difficulties finding made out of wool? Um, one product that I found difficult, or probably not difficult to find, but I didn't have many at the start, were underwear. <laughs> and underwear are quite, quite essential. So I only had a couple of pairs for the first week and then I got sent another pair by one brand and then another pair. So finally I've got enough to get me through the week. Um, but that was a bit of a challenge at the start. But uh, I guess that's not, that's not a difficult item of clothing to find. There's lots, lots of brands that are making wool underwear. Um, but the shirts are definitely, definitely one that is, is quite unusual. But as I said, I got some from an Australian brand called uh, Tirali 
they're not a hundred percent wool, they're twenty percent, but they function in a similar way. I don't need to iron it as much as a cotton shirt. And they're actually a company with a, a great story behind them. They source all their wool from a single source. So they it's um nice to wear their product. <laughs> okay. So you you weren't like prepared to have all your clothes in a row and then you started a project, you kind of dived into it and then still are collecting some items to wear. That's right. Perhaps somebody who was sensible would have done it the other way around, Elizabeth, but I uh, set a start date for the 1st of October um, and I slowly had some clothing coming in, but yeah. It, but that makes it, it more more like a real life experiment because yeah, that, anybody that's would right. do it like that as well. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And it was, it was a challenge too. Yeah, you like a good challenge, I see. <laughs> and are there any exceptions um, where you're not wearing wool? And for example, I mean, you already mentioned all birds, but what about work shoes, etc.? Yeah, that's right. So I guess a couple of exceptions are shoes. And another one that I realized after a couple of weeks was um, belts. Um, that uh, obviously it's a bit difficult to find uh, wool, wool shoes for work or uh, belts. So. Um, but if anyone has any recommendations, I'm happy to happy to take them. Yeah, and you probably can't wear your wool sneakers to work. No, that that's right. Be, be <laughs> okay, I, but I did see some quite fancy uh, wool shoes um, online. I, I'll find the link. Maybe those could work at least in winter time or something like that. And that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> and how many? Um, so how many items? Do you, of wool does your wardrobe now include? I I had a few to start with, so you know, like a suit and um, a few wool jumpers and that type of thing. I've I've probably had maybe thirty items come in from brands so far. In, that includes you know socks and underwear and that type of thing. Um, I guess what I've learned already is when you're wearing wool, um, you, you're wearing less clothing less less often and um, washing less, so you can get through the week only wearing a few different garments. Um, I guess that's another benefit of wool. It kind of fits into the slow fashion minimalist ethos because you um, you can wear, wear, wear a garment over and over again. Yeah, and you just mentioned like washing and cleaning your items. Like, So I guess your, your wash load has reduced and how are you typically now taking care of your items? Yeah, I'm certainly washing less um and you know most wool products are safe to machine wash these days so um i'm actually using a trick that my mum taught me which is using a little bit of dishwashing liquid in a cold wash um apparently dishwashing liquid isn't as harsh as washing detergent so uh it it, it works with the wool okay and you're not using like wool uh detergents or Uh, I'm sticking with my mum's um, recommendation at the moment. Um, yeah, it's okay. working for me so far. Okay, so. sounds cool. <laughs> um, yeah, and then how are you keeping accountable? Is there anyone keeping an eye on you to make sure you're always wearing wool? Yeah, my family and friends, uh, all the first question they always ask is, is that wool? Um, and my cousin who I live with and my girlfriend, they're keeping a close eye on me. I guess they're kind of like the wool police. 
<laughs> but cool. it's it it hasn't been as uh, difficult as I thought it would be. I guess um, once you I've kind of got the clothing in my wardrobe and I've swapped everything over, so it's it's just what's there and I love wearing it. So it's it's not a task. Ah, okay, it's not. Yeah, so it's already become an easy habit for you. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, how are people reacting to when they hear about it and are they like becoming interested in your project? Yeah, I've had a good response from people, uh, getting lots of messages of support on social media, which is which is nice. I've actually gained a bit of a following among uh, the knitters on Instagram. There seems to be quite the community. Um, so... That's interesting. And and also some interest from media and press so far? Yeah, uh, a little bit. Um, so far, I, I guess I've been focusing on getting all the clothing and um, sort of establishing um, the project and I'll um, work on some con working on some content at the moment to kind of push some of my social media and then I might approach some, you know, some of the traditional press, I suppose. Yeah, and I, as I hear that you're working a full-time job, it's quite a lot of work to be also feeding, you know, your website and your social media platforms on the side. And yeah, so. yes, it can it, it can be. I kind of get, get home from work and spend a few hours replying to messages and um, doing all those sorts of things, but I'm really enjoying it, so it's, yeah, it's not a task. <laughs> and has anybody started to kind of join you by also you know, doing the same? Not as of yet, but that is an interesting idea. I'd certainly be happy to have others join in and participate in uh, any any sort of fashion. It's, it's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, maybe people could also post, you know, their pictures of only wearing wool to your social media account with a hashtag yeah, or right. something. <laughs> yeah, and... You already mentioned that a few companies have sent you items to try and test for them. So how has been the support of the wool industry so far? Yeah, good. I've uh, had some good support from brands that I've approached. Um, uh, how I've been working that is they provide some clothing and then um, I'll work with them to um, make sure I tag them in my social media posts and that to give them a bit of bit of exposure because you know that's what it's about it's about um about the brands and the products and all that sort of thing uh it's mostly been the small and medium-sized brands that have been the most supportive and have got on board i guess um they see uh, a benefit for it for them and they're also uh active in the in promoting wool themselves you know they're they're passionate about wool and and they like the idea so that's been really encouraging i think people in the industry like the fact that um it's something practical to promote wool and the wool industry so that's been been really good and do you also only focus on what you wear or are you also including wool in your house like are you sleeping in wool is your sofa does it have some wool etc uh, i've got a i've got a uh, wool hat on the way um I already use a wool doona, um, but I'd certainly be open to um, bringing it into 
any other part of my my life that I can. Um, and yeah, just in in the first sort of month or so, it, I'm finding new products that have have wool in them. It's 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 quite incredible what some people are doing doing with wool. I saw furniture on Instagram the other day. Someone who uh, makes chairs where they they set wool in um, like a resin. So it looks it looks kind of cool. You can see the wool through the clear clear resin. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that sounds really cool. And what do you think will happen after the year of wool is over? That's a that's a great question, and I have no idea at this stage. I hope that throughout the year I can encourage people to choose wool and expose some of the great products and. Um, And the, encourage people to have a think about choosing wool the next time they're they're off to the shops. But for me personally, it's kind of a, a learning process. Um, yeah, perhaps we could check in again when it's over. Yeah, that that we can do for sure. And you mentioned on your website that you're also um, kind of wanting to learn more about the wool industry post. Farmgate, are you then visiting also some companies um, or traveling to to explore the wool industry in the, internationally? Uh, at the moment, I don't have plans to travel internationally, but I've got a um, a couple of visits planned around around Melbourne, not too far away, to visit a couple uh, a sock manufacturer, for example, and uh, another factory that does some circular knitting. Uh, and I'm planning on visiting some visiting some farmers and doing some interviews with some farmers and that sort of thing to uh, try and tell their stories. So, yeah, that's 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 the plan at the moment. Okay, so it's a mixture of everyday wearing wool in your in your life, but then also exploring the wool industry through travel in Australia. Yeah, I think there's mm -hmm. some there's some great stories. Uh, about people, businesses, brands in the wool industry, um, especially in, in Australia, it's been a, it's been such a big part of our country. Uh, so so it's good to tell tell some of those stories. Yeah, and we mentioned earlier that you have a website and an Instagram and Facebook account. Tell us a little bit more in detail how you're using these different channels for your project. Sure. At, at the moment, uh, I've got the the most reach on Instagram, so I'm focusing a lot of my activity there to maintain and grow that. I'm putting together a bit of video content, as I said, visiting farms and a couple of factories, um, and I'll push that through Facebook to try and grow that audience because you know, content always performs well on Facebook. Um, I think looking, looking at sort of similar projects to mine, um, that's helping me to figure out a social media strategy to to work with I'm, I'm i'm new i'm new to this so it's all it's all yeah it's all new to me i'm, I'm learning as i go but it's, it's it's fun i guess uh and the website's the home of my blog uh and it'll be an anchor for all my video content as well um i'm actually working on just tightening up my website at the moment i got some great feedback and advice from some of the brands that i'm working with Uh, they have a bit more experience than me in uh, managing social media campaigns and that type of thing. So um, that's been really helpful. They, they, they've given me some tips on um, 
what I could change on my social media accounts or my website to make them perform better or make them more attractive, um, which has been really helpful. Well, that sounds really interesting and really ambitious for you to to be wearing wool for one year and promoting as much it uh, it and industry as much as you can. I really love your your project and I'm also happy to support it wherever I can. What is the best Thank way you. for our listeners to connect with you and follow your journey? Uh, people can follow me on Instagram at Year of Wool and on Facebook at forward slash Year of Wool. Uh, if people have questions or ideas, they can um, they can find my email email there, and they're more than more than welcome to get in touch. Uh, this project's all about all about um, working with other people in the wool industry and telling other people's stories and collaborating. So, if if people have questions or ideas, yeah. One. Feel free to get in touch. <laughs> Great. And I'll make sure to link also in the show notes to all the social media accounts and your website that you just mentioned. Um, when sure. will your year of wool be finished? Uh, at the end of September next year. So okay. at the moment, I'm about uh, five or six weeks into it. Perfect. Okay. Um, I, start, I started at the start of October. So I still have 11 months to go. And it's, it's summer here in... Melbourne or we're just starting summer here in Melbourne so it's getting quite warm um, which which will certainly be testing the wool clothing but that's that's part of wool it performs <laughs> can perform well in hot weather so yeah um, it'll be interesting you'll be the living proof that's right <laughs> so thank you so much Luke for your time and I wish you a wonderful 11 months ahead of you with wearing wool every day And we will look forward to following you and on your journey. Thank you, Elizabeth, for having me. Thank you and bye-bye. Hopefully you found some inspiration from Luke Hook in today's interview. I think Luke deserves a lot of followers to join him in his year of wool. So maybe you can make 2018 your year of wool. To find out more, head on over to the show notes at elizabethvandelden.com forward slash 062. Once again, elizabethvandelden.com forward slash 062. And in the show notes, you can find the website link and the social media profiles of Luke and read more about him. One quick tip for you today. I have put together a wool calendar 2018 as a free download on my website. The wool calendar 2018 is a document that includes all relevant wool dates, fairs and events throughout the year 2018 as far as they are already available. This calendar can help you plan your 2018 and get you prepared for your social media activities as well as your travel well in advance. Download the calendar over at elizabethvandelden.com forward slash wool minus industry minus calendar minus 2018. That is indeed a complicated link, so here it is once again. Visit elizabethvandelden.com forward slash wool minus industry minus calendar minus 2018. But I will also make it available on the homepage of my website so that it's much easier to find. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week and bye for now.